Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day six of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word that teaches us about you and your ways. Help us learn more about you today. Help us receive the perfect message for today. Open our hearts to your wisdom, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in Matthew chapter 6. Jesus shares beautiful words of wisdom in this chapter. His first messages here can be easily summed up with putting on humbleness. He tells us not to do good deeds publicly, including our giving. What we offer to God, whether our finances, time, or service, Jesus tells us to do unto God, and we will receive our reward from him. So many times we do things for the approval and reward of other people, but Jesus warns us against this. So let us ask God where we need to think and act more humbly and offer ourselves to him instead of doing things for the world's approval. Jesus also gives us the Lord's Prayer. What a treasure! I love the Amplified Bible's definition of forgiveness as used in the Lord's Prayer. It means left, remitted, and let go of the debts and have given up resentment against our debtors. We need to let go and give up resentment. These are tough things to do and impossible to do without the help of our Savior. But when we are giving the help to do so, the burden of all the negativity is lifted. In the same way, we are forgiven by God, and the burden of our sins is lifted from our souls. We serve a God who loves us so much that he gave his son's life for this to be so. So is there someone you need to forgive and let the resentment fully dissipate out of your heart? Let God bring someone or something that he is asking you to let go of to your mind and allow him to help you forgive and forget. There are two other main points that Jesus speaks to in this chapter. One is to be careful about what we treasure. If our treasures are here on this planet, our souls will be attached to them. If our treasures are in heaven, we will be heaven-bound instead of earth-bound. The last important point Jesus talks about is worry. He tells us to stop being worried and anxious because worry adds nothing positive to our lives. We are to seek God and his righteousness, and we will be provided for in full. I find it interesting that he points to worrying about tomorrow in the very last verse. He tells us not to worry about three times in this chapter. And in that final verse, verse 34, he says, So do not worry or be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will have worries and anxieties of its own. Sufficient for each day is its own trouble. Later, he will tell us to be happy instead of worry. We can choose our emotions instead of letting our emotions run us. Let's chase peace and joy instead of worry and anxiety today. Let's see what's happening in Acts chapter 5. The church grew so fast that the apostles were experiencing new challenges. They couldn't serve everyone who needed to be served and preach the gospel. One of their challenges was helping the overlooked widows in the daily food distribution. So they went through the process of finding and appointing the right people for the position. Several men were chosen, including a man named Stephen. Stephen was so full of the Holy Spirit that he was full of power and did many miracles. Of course, some people were jealous, again, and they started falsely accusing him of things. We will see what happens to Stephen tomorrow. Let's see what's happening in Genesis chapter 11. This is the chapter where God introduces different languages into the world. Up until this time, all the people spoke one language. 
they congregated together and built a town to make a name for themselves. In making a name for themselves, they were already beginning to be disobedient to God. They were losing the humble nature God intended for his people. For this and other reasons, we won't know this side of heaven. The Lord came down and mixed up all the languages and people dispersed to different parts of the world. We are also introduced to Abram in this chapter. Chapter 12 begins with God instructing Abram to leave his home and relatives and God would show him where to go. We know this required faith because he was instructed to go but didn't know exactly where to go. However, God did tell Abram that he would bless him abundantly and make him famous. Would you go based on God's promises? I think most of us would. The question is, could we have lasted as long as Abram did in his journey? We will see where his journey took him and see how long it took him to get there in future chapters. For now, we know Abram left with his wife and his nephew. He was 75 years old when he went on this very long trip. Even though God chose Abram for his righteousness, Abram was human and made mistakes. One of his mistakes was not owning up to Sarah being his wife, not just his half-sister. And why did he do this? Fear. For Abram, this was his weakness. His wife was so beautiful that he was fearful he would be killed because other kings or leaders of the day would want her. A visit to Egypt by Abram and Sarai wreaked havoc for the pharaoh there. She was taken into his harem but hadn't had the opportunity to go to the pharaoh before he was warned through plagues that something was wrong. She was let go and all was well for a little while. We will see what happens in subsequent chapters. Let's see what Psalm 6 has to teach us today. King David wrote this psalm after his sin with Bathsheba and the baby was born. The baby was almost near death. King David was penitent, which is evident in his writing. He is sick both in body and mind. And isn't that the way it is when we sin? And maybe especially when we are suffering the repercussions of that sin? I love that even though he sinned, King David knows that God heard his prayer. In verse 9, he says, The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord receives my prayer. We know from God's word that he will always hear our prayers, and he will always love us no matter how much we may disappoint ourselves. Just as we love our children, even when they disappoint us, our Father in heaven loves us, even more so. We cannot fathom the depths of his love for us. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word that shows us you see us and hear our prayers. Please forgive us for struggling in the flesh and sometimes missing the mark. Strengthen us to follow you more closely. Show us things we have yet to see about ourselves, Father. Bend our will to yours, Lord, and keep us yours for eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.